Hey, hit that subscribe button now. You're going to like it. Welcome to the Luke Branquino Show. My next guest is a three-time PRCA NFR qualifier and five-time. Is that right, Roy? PBR qualifier? Yes, sir. Five times. Five times. So this guy has been there, done that, but what he's been there doing that now is as a PRCA, PBR, uh, WCRA, an American judge. So, Roy, you have got to see, experience, make a lot of very, very important calls that has a lot to do with how these athletes get up and down the road financially. Yes, sir. I've been lucky to be involved in a couple of different times where guys have won a million dollars or even two million dollars. So our job is pretty important. Well, important is exactly right. And nobody more than you guys want the, wants the call to be right. You're not going there thinking, if I mess up, whatever. You guys want it to be called right. Even if you're wrong, you still want that right to be made. That's that's exactly right. I mean, every judge that doesn't have the luxury of replay has got to call what a rodeo's over. He's thinking in the back of his head, was that right or wrong? You know, and they're trying to do their best to do it right. Well, and that's the hot topic. I mean, this is something that we've seen last week. We've seen it again at Austin. You see it everywhere at these big, big rodeos. And it's a call that may could have been overturned with instant replay or could have changed the outcome of the event to the person that was supposed to, I guess, say, win, was supposed to be the winner. And you've got to experience in the PBR, especially how that instant replay has helped make those calls that, and you want, don't want to say the, the, the bad call, you just want to say the wrong call. The wrong call and you guys made it right with these instant replays. Yeah, the, the luxury of the PBR is it's, they've had replay around for probably almost 20 years now, maybe you know a little longer. But uh, it's kept some guys from winning a pile of money they weren't supposed to, and it's helped other guys to win a pile of money they were supposed to because they have the ability to challenge a call. Or a judge feels like they missed something, they have the ability to go back and look at a replay and make sure it's getting as close as they can to getting it right. Well, what you said right there, the judge has the opportunity to say, hey, I need to look back at that to make sure I made the right call. Uh, that is something we have not seen yet in the PRCA. We've seen it, or, or the American, we've seen it at the WCRA and obviously the PBR, which was kind of the, the first to bring it into the Western sports um, and then WCRA followed. But it, it's beyond me and I, I've talked with Bobby Moat and a lot of people about this, why you know the PRCA hasn't hasn't adopted this, especially at these big rodeos where there's camera capability, the national finals, where one call like that could make such a huge difference to to a contestant. Well, it's always been mostly a production deal, especially at the national finals rodeo. They they've got a certain amount of time they want to run the rodeo in, and uh, they want to have have it last any longer than they have to. I feel like there's a way that we can instrument instrument use instant replay there that doesn't add any production time. I think they have every, all the tools set up. You just need one extra guy that's sitting in front of the monitor. We see it every year. Somebody gets missed out at the gate. They show the replay there for all the fans and all the people at home. The only right. people that doesn't get the luxury of using it is the two or the four judges that are there and the contestant. So uh, I think it can be implemented fairly easy and not mess with the production at all. You know, as a judge, there and there are there are some judges out there that nope my call stands that's the way it's going to be right wrong indifferent that's just how that's how it is but as a judge and, and you like i said you've got to experience which most judges do both sides of it you got to be a contestant competitor 
and now you get to judge. You as a judge want the right person to win every time. Exactly. We know how hard it is to get up and down the road. As officials, you know, the only difference between being a contestant, I know what I make when I leave the house. And it's not near as much as I had a capability of making when I was riding, but I have that guarantee. As a contestant, you leave the house, you're just, you know, come home with a lot of money or no money. And sometimes it's a call. Not very often, but sometimes it's just one call that, that makes that happen. Well, in your professional riding career, how many times do you feel like an instant replay would have benefited you? Um, you know, obviously you were you were in the business for a long time. I would say there was a few times that I was really close to the whistle that I felt like with replay might have made the whistle and got a score uh, or you know maybe I got called for a slap that I was positive that I didn't do so I, it could have sure enough aided me. Uh, I see it a lot more now because we've used it so much where you know a guy's confident I didn't touch a bull he's got the ability at a PBR or a WCRA throw the challenge flag and let's just go look at it and seldom does it get overturned but when it does it's usually a benefit for the cowboy well for sure and then the cowboy when it when it does get overturned if they throw it in the pbr is it a is it a 500 dollars fine or i say fine a fee 500 dollars fee but does that money go because with the, when we did it at the era that money went to a charity uh i don't know if the pbr is the same way i believe it's set up the same way at the pbr i can't tell you the specific charity i know there's been certain years where there's been a contestant that was injured or, for instance, um, Mason Lowe a few years ago, he got tragically killed at Denver. I'm pretty sure that one year, all the all the money from the replays went to help his family. So it's not like, you know, everybody's like, well, the Cowboys are getting fined. It's going back into the organization or whatever. No, they try to make it where if there is a challenge and you lose it, it goes into a, a charity or, or something like that, which, you know, I think would help put to ease a lot of the people's comments about, well, they're getting fined, but no, it's not necessarily the finest. It's a fee that you didn't, you know, obviously you didn't win your challenge, so you gotta pay this fee. Uh, and, the, and the misconception on a lot of that is the reason there's a dollar amount on it, because if it doesn't have a dollar amount, it can be abused. It can be guys are asking for a replay just because, you know, there's a chance it might get overturned instead of knowing, hey, I didn't slap that bull. I'm willing to put my $500 up to say I did. And if it's reviewed and it gets overturned, he doesn't cost him a dime. But if he did actually slap the bull, you know, it, it, that's the price you're gonna have to pay to be able to use the service. Uh, the WCRA, uh, in the, the timed events, they don't have a charge. And the rough stock on as far as the horse riding, they don't have a charge. And uh, we haven't seen it abused even with no charge there, but that's the reason it was started in the PBR because it felt like it'd get out of hand if there was no charge at all. Well, you talk about production. That that was in 2009 when I didn't get a call that I thought should have went my way. You know, that was kind of a hot topic then. Well, if they had instant replay, it made a, might have went, you know, towards me, my benefit. Uh, but that was the main deal. Production, we can't slow the rodeo down. We And even if you did slow it down for five minutes to make sure the right person won, it, it adds value. And, I, and I've said this to everybody I talk to, it adds value to our sport. It adds value for the fans. You know, they sit in there and get to watch this replay. Why was that a no time when it looked like everything was done right? Or why was that a no score? Okay, now you throw it up on the big screen. And like you said, everybody gets to watch it anyway. Why not explain why it was overturned? You know, I think it just legitimizes us as more of a professional sport. And I, I agree with that completely. And I think there's some small intric intricacies at the NFR you could 
tone back a little bit on the time, maybe the opening or the middle when they bring out the stagecoach. Take 30, 45 seconds or a minute off of both of those. You've got two minutes now you've freed up for the use of replay. And a replay doesn't take very long to make. Uh, at, for instance, at a WCR event, and, and going back to where the judges call, he likes his call, he doesn't want to change it. I've had very confident guys, I trust their opinion, throw a flag on a guy, and me watching it on the monitor live, I'm agreeing with them, but the guy makes a really great spur ride, I'm not, pretty good chance he's going to want to challenge that and see if it was there or not. By the time he has got back to the, and through this challenge flag, I've already looked at it on the monitor. I know if he's going to get, get a call, go his way or not. And if it gets overturned, I've never had an official walk back to me after it's over and go, well, well thanks a lot, buddy. Wait for taking my call away. They're all right. like, man, I'm glad you caught that because that would have cost that guy some money. So, you know, that's if you have replay, I feel like that's the, the way you go into it thinking about it. You know, if I can fix a call that I might not have saw exactly right and, and in split second, you got to make a decision. Did he mark him out or not? Or was it a crossfire or not? Or did you have your hands on that steer or not? It happens that fast. So, you know, if we can get that right, I think we should use that technology and help us out. We're all trying to make a living out here. Well, I feel like, and I think you'd agree, uh, the judges more so now than 10, 15, 20 years ago, they, they are more apt to get on board with this. I mean, there were some stubborn ass judges out there when, when I was first started, they're like, nope, that's the call. Um, they didn't want to be wrong, I guess I should say. Well, back there, they had the luxury that even if they were wrong, who's going to see it? Who's going to prove you were wrong? Right. Uh, the day of social media and TV, you, you make a mistake, everybody knows it. So you've got two choices. You either own it, that I made a mistake and I messed it up, or hopefully if you got the use of replay, you can fix it. Catania Brothers brings their bold meat flavor front and center with their 100% naturally smoked beef stick. Slow smoked on real hickory wood, the high-quality meat stacks are made from American-sourced premium beef that is tumbled in hand-mixed spices and hung to dry for three to five days to achieve perfect taste and texture. Easy to eat, portable, and packed with seven to nine grams of protein. The beef stick comes in original spicy, which are both sugar-free, plus a teriyaki flavor. Check out the individually wrapped sticks and take one on the go. Visit www.catanobrothers.com and use code LUKE15 for 15% off your next order. Make sure and follow them at Catanio Brothers on social media. And what judge wouldn't want that to, I mean, again, make sure the right person won. And, and tell me if I'm wrong, but that would relieve a lot of pressure off you guys. I mean, you're focused in on trying to do the best job you can uh, and say you make a mistake, you feel like you made a mistake on the rider before that. Now that's still on your mind when you're trying to call and judge this next ride. Exactly. I mean, because you don't want to make the same mistake. Usually a mistake, all it does is sharpen up how you're doing your job. But, you know, going back to being official, I'd like to think you were on your A game every single time there's a contestant competing. But sometimes, you know, something happens. You get blocked or you, you're not in the right position to make the call and you don't want to miss the call and cost the other contestants the money they would have earned by by making the wrong call. But, you know, tie goes to the runner if you're not sure. Well, here's an opportunity that if I throw the flag because I'm pretty sure he missed him out or I'm positive he missed him out, he can go look at it. And shoot, maybe I just didn't see that foot was right there at the very last little bit. 
or you know like the crossfire that's gotten to be such a hard call for any official yeah. any association you know we've got the right camera angles and the ability now to make that call and make it correctly uh why would we not fix it if we can well and you you seem to be when i'm when i'm see you you're with a great group of judges you're always communicating say hey this is what we saw here this is what we you know this is what we need to see uh you know lane peterson mark gomes just name it just a couple of them but does that judging core help you guys with your confidence in the arena oh I, absolutely anytime you can go judge with guys that you know are competent and that are going to have your back in a controversial call uh, the prca has went to where in the team roping they've got that third judge down the wall watching helping with the crossfire the jerk down the same deal in the breakaway they always have a guy on the other side of the three judge rodeo helping make that clean bell collar catch call well, if you've got guys you're confident they're going to have your back, they might not agree with your call because they're in a different position or a different right. angle, but they're going to know you made that call to be as fair as you can to all the contestants, not because you're biased one way or the other. Now, for a cowboy, because it, it's happened to me, um, and I'm not talking about the Nash Finals, when, when I feel like a call was not made in my favor that should have been, you know, first you go to the line judge. Well, it's not my call. Then you go to the field judge. Well, we need to get this, you know, we need to have our powwow to, to figure out what was what was said and what was done. But it seems like you, when sometimes when you approach, not so much now, but when you approach judges back then, it was all of a sudden defense mode went up. You know, they're, they're, they're defensive. Um, again, so much now with you guys. Well, I, I think part of the reason judges have got a lot less defensive is because now, or like I said again, you know, if you felt like you made a mistake, you're just going to have to own up to it because it somebody's going to see that whether it was a mistake or not. If you're 100% confident in your call, just explain it. And that's where the other side, where the contestants have to understand once I've gave you my explanation of my call, that's how I saw it, it was nothing personal. It's just a call I'm making. Right. A lot of contestants nowadays, because of the use of social media and all the, the platforms they have to go back and watch their run, they take it offensive because they made the wrong call. This is what I'm seeing. But I had that split little instance to make that call, and this is what I saw. Right. It wasn't nothing personal, but I'm just trying to make sure I make the right call for the whole body of contestants, not just you, but the other guys that are in it also, or girls. Well, and we have seen we see that, like I said, the hot topic, Houston, Bo Cooper, um, Barrier, dis doesn't work. Uh, I don't know who was on the line, who was judging it, but like you said, he was trying to make the call in an instant like that when the barrier has probably worked the whole entire rodeo of houston and then this happens and and i mean what are your thoughts you've seen it i know you've watched it what it, what is your takeaway from it well the first thing that the instant replay would help you with is you know the barrier malfunction you know it pulled off the, the animal early that's obvious it's not obvious to the line judge because he's on the other side and the neck rope came off on the off side of the calf so the calf's blocking it for part of that time but with replay we've got the score line out on the ground and you've got the where you can see where the calf's at as opposed to the score line how far the contestants into the barrier you know things they don't talk about with the stop on the barrier which is how far it allow it to stretch before it breaks right. and with the string you're already giving contestants most of the time that little three or four inch cushion to be in the barrier without breaking the barrier. But ultimately it is the guy on the line's job to say if you obviously beat the barrier or not, and that's the tools are in purpose, that score line out there. Not to make the call, not to make a comment on Houston, but when you watch those pictures, still not sure the right call was made, just probably wasn't made in the right 
you know, didn't go about the right way. But he doesn't have the, the luxury of getting to look at it from five different angles in slow motion, you know, tick tock to see where the cast of got when the horse and the bear. He's having to make that call himself right there on the line. And it happens fast. And when you don't have anything that can back you up, you got to live with the call you made. Well, and somebody brought up to me about, well, he sat on that line and it just got dull and wasn't paying attention. I don't necessarily believe that because when 50,000 on the line, you're you're focused in it and you've got to watch run after run. I mean, it, it gets, I guess, cumbersome there for a while. Just finally, you know, it's almost over and then boom, the last calf roper, last tight end roper, boom, this happens. Do you kind of get in a little bit of a, not a rut, but a, um, a trance, I guess, because it's just so many runs repetitively over and over and over. We've had days at the American Qualifier where we're 13 hours worth of breakaway runs. So yeah, it's very, very easy to be on that line when you've got 120 girls to watch and make sure everything works correctly and that every girl's start is the same and everybody's, you know, that nobody obviously broke the barrier in case it pulled earlier, whatever. I've been at that rodeo where, you know, a pusher fell into the barrier, pulled it early and the line guy's like, no, she obviously beat it. He gave her the plus 10. And nobody argued because there's usually somebody, you know, the flagger or maybe even somebody on the line that says, oh yeah, it was a great, was a great call. But how much would it have been better at that instance to say, all right, we're going to take 20 seconds and we're going to look at it. You know, and, and a lot of times we have that capability at WCRA events and, and PBRs, but it, you know, we had it of one year at the American and it was awesome. Got to use it a few times, but then the next year it went away. We don't know why, but I'm sure it was probably a production issue or maybe even a cost issue, but there's so much money on the line for these Cowboys now. That's a $50,000 call at Houston. Whether it was a right call or wrong call, it could have been looked at to make sure it was the right call. Exactly right. Making sure that it's the right call in those in any situation, but again, you don't want the you don't want it to be abused, but a chance at that. And then we've seen it again uh, at Austin with Corey Solomon. I've uh, you know I turned on Austin. Actually, I seen on social media. Hey, did something happen to Corey Solomon? Too bad they didn't have instant replay. I went back and watched it. And I was like, yeah, something did happen. I don't know what it was. It, it wasn't a great camera angle. It looked like he was nodding, he left, and then he pulled. So maybe the gate didn't open like like it was supposed to, or like he thought it was supposed to. Uh, again, another rodeo pays 10,000 to win first. Um, you know, opportunity at a trip to the national finals or a gold buckle, you know. We talked about, in another show, we talked about the 10th round of the national finals. It boils down to that one one head. Well, not necessarily. You might need to win ten thousand or nine hundred nine thousand nine hundred dollars. Well, if you win Austin and win that ten thousand dollars there, where you didn't get the call that should have went your way, that could have helped catapult you to that world championship as well. You know, there's so much throughout the regular season that could benefit you at the very last one you you run or compete on. Cowboys that compete, we understand. If you do miss winning a world title at the NFR by a hundred dollars. That could go to any animal that you bucked off of or you missed a leg or or you missed the barrier and you took you 10 more, you know, five more seconds to get him caught to throw him down. I mean, there's everything during the year adds up to the end. It's good for the NFR to make it a big, huge drama deal right at the very end. And, and that's what the rodeo is made for. But we could still, especially at that rodeo, let's not let a bad call in the 10th round be the deciding factor. We yeah. can look at it and fix a mark out or a crossfire, or, you know, whether a guy got a calf up or not, or whether a bulldog had his hand on a steer or not. That that could implement how that works out. And I believe there we got the capability to do it. 
I'm just throwing this out there. Longview, Texas, it's a small Texas rodeo. They probably don't have the setup to do replay there. But at the bigger rodeos, you know, Denver, San Antonio, Austin, Houston, San Angelo, and even in the summer, the Cody, Wyoming, Oakley, Utah, places where they're already using the screens. You know, I've been talking to these uh, these guys that do that stuff, production guys, and uh, we know what it would take. I talked to one of them yesterday. You're talking a three-play device that, that shows different angles on the cameras, a camera on each side, and, you know, one guy to one of the replay cameras. So you only add one actual worker to their crew, and they usually have the other stuff set up anyway. Well, again, I hope the future of rodeo is really considering it. I mean, when I mean future, I guess the PRCA, you know, uh, American, get that back going because that that's life-changing money at some of these situations. And I know the fans are gonna are, are gonna love listening to your insight on it, Roy, because you you've experienced it as a contestant, maybe getting a bad call, but now as a judge, getting to maybe turn those calls over to go to the right go the right way so Rudd, i appreciate you coming on the show um looking forward to to seeing you at the next one you bet buddy my pleasure anytime all right have a good day thanks your stash game's strong today yep it's about to come off <laughs>